Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. Am I on? Gibby, the audio is all messed in here. Who was in here? No one. Somebody. I, I swear, no one. What were they doing? It's really loud. It was really loud. And then you could, I couldn't. Well, that's, yeah, I think you were off initially. But now I think you're on. I mean, I was coming in hot. Real hot. Yeah. Yeah, that was a. That, that was, was, it was a do. That was a doozy, yeah. Judge. Are you ever worried about that as you get older, losing your hearing? I mean, yeah. Because my, these are. No, because I, I'm good with it. Like I'm not. We know others. You're good with being not having your hearing. Or no, I'm. I'm very. I don't get it really loud. And you know, so I usually always have one ear out. One out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to lose my hearing. No, I'm not excited about it. It does. It can be advantageous in certain circumstances. I'd like to selectively lose my hearing. Now you're talking. But sometimes I think I'm able to do that anyway. Just ignore. It's like a... Bootsy's movie just goes dad, 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 dad. Like doesn't he doesn't move physically. Nor does the tone of his dad's change. Yeah. It's until I respond, that's his move. That's what he goes Like, he with. doesn't, like, look, if I'm not in the same room, like, I can hear it echoing on the other side of the house. And I'm like, I'm not going to respond no, to this. you come here. You, you walk up the yeah. stairs, walk across, and come over, and then we'll have a chat. Like Then we'll talk. Then we'll have a conversation about things. So I, d- I have noticed, and it's been this way for a while, so I don't know if this is – it's not an age-related or okay. this uh, hearing loss thing. I do – so when I read something, for example, I'm looking right now on Twitter. It says, gorgeous sunset in Juneau Beach. And it is. It's a beautiful sunset. I feel like it would Mar- be. Yeah. Is that Alaska, Juneau? I think it's Juneau, Florida. Okay. Because it's J-U-N-O, not the ah. J-U-N-E-A-U. Yes. Um. So when I'm reading something, like if I'm reading this, I kind of like read it in my head where I like almost hear myself say it in my head. Does that make yeah, any sense to you? sure, for sure. So if I'm reading something, I don't hear. Not a chance. Like if, you're... if I'm like focused reading this right now and then yeah. you said something, well, right now I'm doing both because i'm multitasking but yeah that's when it's that's what it's that's really good. when so it's that, I, I need to read if i don't want to hear i read that's good i like that yeah i absolutely like that see somebody was definitely in here this is loose there's a lot going on there's in here. a lot there's no on. doubt i don't know who it feels it was. like somebody was in here maybe like a scorned ibs boy an ibs boy perhaps was here i don't know Somebody don't was in here. No one has something. been here since I got here. By the, way, by the way, I found, you were saying early, go to the local watering hole. I found a great new spot. Wonderful. Closer to you. There's one, and you, you're you familiar with the Lakewood Truck Park. They just opened one in Beachwood. So for you, Fantastic. it's a little further. But the what be- is this? It's the Beachwood Truck Park, and it's my, my good friend Justin Costanzo is part of the, the group that did the Lakewood Truck Park and the Beachwood Truck Park. And so I actually met my great friend, the, the legend Steve Passoff, there yesterday. So what it is, is actually a really cool concept. So they bought what was an old fire uh, station right on Chagrin Boulevard. Okay. Just past Richmond Road. Good area, good freeway access. Yeah, yeah. Like you get yeah. there very quickly. Um, and so they've got probably, so you come in, there's a huge bar with TVs everywhere. Massive bar that's half indoor, outdoor, massive TVs all the TVs you could want. They got an upstairs area, a bunch of TVs. They even have now a pri- they're going to have a private room, a party room one day where you can do like fantasy yep. drafts or whatever you want up in there. And then outside, 
there's some covered, mostly uncovered, maybe 50 picnic benches. Okay. Or picnic tables. Tables. Uh, they're going to also have three, like, elevated with fire, you know, fireplace elevated, like, high tops so that All you right. can sit around a fire if it's a night. And then there's room for three food trucks to be there, and they have a rotating schedule of food trucks that come in, you know, for lunch and then for dinner and whatever, and just as they do in Lakewood. It's just a cool spot. The drinks are very reasonably priced. I mean, I'm looking at some of the images. This looks nice. This looks like a good it idea. It was great. It looks like people helping people. It was, and it just it just opened this past weekend, a soft launch. I think the real launch is coming up this weekend. But if you're on the east side, I would recommend going there. If you're not, go to the one in Lakewood. You're on the west side. So they've got all the sides covered. It really is cool. It's awesome. every day there's a different kind of food. Yeah. Different kind of food truck. That's the food's really cool. always cool. It, it's it's low maintenance from a – I feel like it's low maintenance from an ownership standpoint. In the winter, they've got the igloos. So you mm-hmm. can hop in an igloo and hang out and be while warm. it snows outside. I like that. I like that. There's a food truck here today. There, there is. is. Yeah. yeah. Do you have the name on that? It was quite delightful. You had the pizza? Gibbe should have the name on it. Yeah. Hold on. Stand by. Hold, please. I asked Gibbe. It, it, was, a coal fi- it was like a coal fire pizza situation. Is that what it was? Brick oven pizza? Yes. Yeah. It was quite good. I'm missing it. I don't know where Smelling, anyway. I didn't get to have any. Gibbe. It's a whole Sauced pizza per person. wood-fired pizza truck. It was a whole per- Sauced wood fire? Yeah. So they got – hopefully they'll show up at the, at the truck park. You house that thing. Yeah. You know, well, four pieces depending well, on the – No, it was know, a real the, pizza. Yeah, it seemed like I saw over here in one of the offices it looked like a full yeah. – it looked like a medium pizza to me, like a medium-sized like pizza. That's exactly what it 12 was. 12-inch? That's what I was going to say, 12. A 12-er, no doubt. Yeah, it was a yeah. – no doubt. It's delightful. And it looked delightful. Gibbe had all the meats. I saw many meats on there. Well, there's a mushroom one. I'm hit or miss on mushrooms. Not me. I'm all in. I'm all in on Pepperoni that. mushroom and is the pizza. And I hate cooked spinach, so don't put that on. That was an option on I the other pizza. Problem. That was immediately. No pepperoni mushroom is just automatic. Like, so what, you was, want a pizza, I get pepperoni mushroom. Now, if they have sausage like that, that crumble. Yep. It was a pepperoni sausage that, bacon. That's pretty good sausage. The bacon would have been the, the bridge too far for oh, me. Like, if you substitute the bacon disgusting. for the for the, the the mushroom, now we're into something. We weren't alive. Yes. That's how now I you're gonna Now you're going to tell me. That you're going to put, like, bacon in a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with your Fritos. Not at all, man. However, I did do three pounds of bacon on my griddle last week. Cut it up, uh, dried it, cut it up, and then threw it in my homemade baked beans that I then put oh, on the okay. smoker. Well, for that's fine, hours. though. That's But that's an appropriate uh, That's appropriate place for, for bacon. bacon. Yeah, Not that's pizza. how it should be. That's how it well, ought to be. I, I, you can't... I, there were, those were the toppings. So you the, either the got a spinach. To, it was or, a spinach pizza. A this it was like meat a white thing. pizza. Yeah, <laughs> that's not pizza. I mean, to be fair, I mean to be fair, a white uh, pizza is not pizza. I mean, so no, to be fair, no. I don't think it is. So Suds McGuire's down the street does a fine. It's fine. Like it's just like when people try to tell you like barbecue chicken's a pizza. No, let's relax. You put a bunch of stuff on a dough. That's that's not a pizza. Okay, fair. There are rules here. You know. I, I'm sorry. No, there's got to be some. And so then they had a mushroom option, and then they had this meat option. Those were the three options. Yeah, quite good. Great yeah. place. I'd recommend it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm with you. Got I'm the wood fire going on, a, the on the back of a pickup truck. I don't even know how I got into it. I have to assume my, one of my parents put me onto it. I don't know what, but it's, it's just been my go-to my whole life. It's pizza, and I think it's very important. Miss Kay, when we met, one of the things we asked, what's, what's your pizza? Pepperoni yeah. mushroom. Same. Okay. Sold. We can keep going. <laughs> maybe you and I could get married yeah, someday. Maybe. Maybe. We'll do it in Scottsdale. Maybe that's, maybe that's the way that'll work. That's the way that thing will work.
Um, we have the start of the Open Championship tomorrow. Oh, God, I can't wait. I no, Thursday. Wait, Thursday. 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 I know. Like Getting excited there. Because we're, yeah, we're, we're, yeah, we're not used to having Did you see uh, a couple of things jumped out to me uh, at the Open um, in, the, in the course of the last couple of days? Uh, number one, the image of John Daly, like getting a bro hug from Tiger Woods. And then you realize, I tweeted this last night, you realize that like on Friday of last week, he was hitting a driver over a freeway into Hoban High School in Akron. Yeah. And then yesterday he's at the old course getting a bro hug from tiger wood that's life brother life's a hell of a thing how do you how are those two things how are how does all of that happen because he's john daly it's amazing like that's amazing when he won the british open that was one of my favorite ones ever. yeah i remember you say that yeah constantino roca made like the most insane putt ever to force yeah. the the extra session on yeah. 18th through the valley of sin mm -hmm. and then john went out and won it i am so excited i love the open the open at St. Andrews is even better than that. It's perfect. It's perfect. Max Hama's playing with a tiger. He got paired with tiger and put out a tweet like, thank you, golf gods. I get to play with the goat. And in he's the 150th so open, you're unreal. playing with tiger. Yeah, it's unreal. So the other thing that caught my attention, again, had to do with tiger. Um, one positive one. Let's go the one negative first, get it out of the way. Glass half full. So I saw him hit driver on 18. Okay. Uh, and he drove the green as he would. Duh. But. I also saw him swing, and I went, well, he's now kind of swings like an old man, which is what he is, and he almost lost a limb, and it just occurred well, to you me. Saw, I, do you see the picture of his leg when, yeah. without a pant? Yes. It just There's just no way he can win it. No. There's just no way that he can be in – that he just can't. There's no way physically you can do it. It's And the swing, it's just not holding up. The walking's not going to – it's just not. It's. I, mean, I understand why he played this instead of the U.S. Open by a 1,000 miles. Oh, yeah. But, but also, like, this – it's just – I'm excited for it, but also understanding there's no way he's going to be able to string together. Can he play four straight days? Yeah, but I think he could shoot. I mean, I think it could get ugly by the time you get to Saturday. And Saturday. I hope. I hope not. My, yeah, I mean, I'd love nothing more for him to be in the mix. But just watching him swing. I mean, you played. The, did you see the swing I'm talking about on 18 where he drove I it? I did, yeah. It's a really stiff. It's he, really stiff. He just doesn't have a right he it's hard for him to he doesn't have the lower body explosion that is synonymous with what he used to do yes and so that's tough yeah the i other, hope he's able to do it though because it would be i mean it's what could be more fun nothing um and then you had this image of him and jack on the bridge right i mean this is it this is golf it really is is coming to life this is saint andrews it's jack nicholas it's tiger woods like bobby jones you know, that's it. It's amazing. That's the list. Old Tom right? Morris. Right. <laughs> like, this is the list. So, have you looked Young at the Tom image Morris. of Tiger and Jack? I mean, it's a stunning image, but how closely have you looked at it? That just was taken? Yeah. No. Okay. Pull it up. Okay. Pull up the image of, of Tiger and Jack on the bridge. It's just, there's one with that also is like Rory, and then there's an LPGA and like Lee Trevino, but there's one that's just Tiger and Jack. Tell me when you have it up. I got it. You got it, Gibby? Yep. Yes. Sweater vests. Wouldn't have had both Let of Let me make sure we're on the same one. Yep. All right. I'll give you five seconds to look at it and tell me if anything jumps out. Tiger's standing on Jack's foot. <laughs> Why? With a spike. A soft spike. He's definitely standing on his foot. He's 100% standing on Jack's foot. 
Yeah, now, obviously, to me, there's clearly no intent. Like, they they have an incredible mutual, mutual respect and admiration. But then you but, should but clearly, feel comfortable saying, hey, you're, sta- hey, you're standing no up, you, but you're no standing on my foot. on my foot, Tiger. Let's just like, move, step over. <laughs> That's great. He's standing yeah. on Jack's foot. I'm good at that photo hunt game, so I'm not yeah. surprised. I was well, I, you, you got it before. just right around six. It was yeah. right there. You're right there. I was just about ready to say it, and then you nailed it. Um, yeah, he is standing on Jack Nicholas's foot. <laughs> he is. Uh, oh, no by the way, way around hold it. on. The best part about it is that I all I had to do was read the headline, but I was so immersed in the photo. The headline is Tiger Woods was standing on Jack Nicholas's foot by accident, an iconic photo. So, uh, so, so I picked right up there. on it last night. Okay. I saw it. Uh, I talked about it this morning, and then I was curious. I, I knew at some point others would that it would catch on in terms of what the hell, man. Um, so it's, it's pretty priceless. Did bad you? job by the photographer. Like, you're a professional. Is that on Jack? Because that would be the bad limb for Tiger. It's possible that he can't feel, feel <laughs> what's going on down there. I mean, that happened to Ohio State coach Thad Mata. Like, when he had that surgery – he, does, he in one of his legs, I, I believe it's the left. He can't feel from the knee down. Did he have like drop foot? Foot? He had a back surgery with that. It went awry down at Ohio State, Ooh. and he lost feeling in his, in his left leg. So there's there was that. So either a Tiger didn't feel it, or or Jack was like, uh, it's not really on a toe. Like it's I'm okay. Hold on, I have another theory for you. Maybe yeah. Jack is really we'll call it a size eleven, but likes to wear thirteens, and so the toe was actually empty so this is a strong point out of you because jack whenever you talk to him he's quick to point out that he used to be like six one and now he's like five eight so and he's still wearing <laughs> so he's still wearing his six one shoes maybe it could be and his feet have shrunk proportionately a, i can just see him going barbara i'm a 12 and she's going jack you're a 10 now you're a 10 i'm a 12 damn it don't argue with me and gets the 12s i could see yeah, so because yeah there's some if you look at it he's there is a compression into the toe mm-hmm. area you would know it you would definitely it's not a fun know compression. It. There's no way. And honestly, even if you're in a 12 and you're a 10, you'd still feel it, even as it is there. Like, you would definitely feel the pressure of it of pulling down at the foot. By the way, how many times have you watched, if any, the Young Tiger Woods brings the British Open commercial, the old Nike commercial that has been going on? I haven't seen week. it in a while. I, I'll watch it in the break. I mean, it's a – Oh, um, baby. Yeah, it's got all the feels. <laughs> it's all you watch. I remember – I've seen it, but I oh, haven't yeah. seen it recently. For sure. It's Certainly. just because it's – Because we're Andrews, all – it's, it's, it's gone. He's there. won twice there, right, Tiger? That's right. Yeah. My greatest golf memory, 100%, without question, was at St. Andrews. Yeah. 100%. You played there two rounds or two rounds? Two rounds. Yeah. And you played the round of your life right there? Or? Well, the first round, I birdied 18. So I was like. That's amazing. And I think I, the first day I shot, I think 75 maybe. Mm-hmm. And it was right before the women's British. This is going back so it was 14, two, it was, 15 It was on years. point. Yeah. So And all the grandstands were set up and it was oh, really cool. Oh, that's so cool. And then so after I birdied 18, I was like, I, I don't want to play anymore. That's it. That's it. I birdied 18. St. Andrews had a great round. Like. That's it. That's all I want. And then we won the lottery, and Danny rightfully said, we're in St. Andrews. We just won the lottery again. We're playing. Get over it. Smart. You're right. The right play out of Danny. You're right. Yeah. So the first day it was calm. The second day the winds are whipping. It was insane. Play the best round of my life. It was me, Danny, and a guy from Australia who was a two, and we were all playing really, really good golf. And I birdied 17 with the bagpipes playing at the Old Course Hotel. There were bagpipers yeah. out there. Birdied 17, a guy in the grandstands was like, I've been sitting here all day. You're the first person who birdied the road hole. And then I birdied 18 again. That's and awesome. so now for sure, no chance I'm going back. That's it. That's, That's it. it. How does the lottery work? 
I don't know, you put your name in it and But is it like like if there were four of you, would the four of you go together or would it be one or yeah, two? Yeah, yeah, or... yeah, yeah, yeah. You put it okay. in as a twosome, as a foursome or whatever. Okay. okay. There there is a gentleman that we know, no names please, that is on a golf trip with his college buddies this week. Mm. They left Saturday for Scotland. Nope. They're uh. playing six rounds in eight days and they have tickets for the final round. Oh man. Yeah, that's pretty what good. a treat. It's a pretty stumbled, good one. Stumbled I mean, into it. It got canceled last year because of COVID. Moved back, and all of a sudden, now you're at the oh, Open. You stumbled into the 150th and, and Open. There is no way to understand, even on TV, how massively wide the fairways are left. Like, you can hit it pretty much a country mile left on any hole. At St. Andrews. At St. Andrews. Yeah. Right is where you're going to run into some of the OBs. But, I mean, you could just hit it left. Like, you hit it left. And then to try to understand how big these greens are, it just the TV doesn't do it justice. Even the double greens and all that, it just, they are huge. You could have like a hundred yard putt. It's awesome. It's so cool. It's my it favorite was the major. Coolest, it always has been. I just love it. It's the coolest place. It's yeah. magical. They should have, they should have the bagpipers out there on 17 on Sunday, like no matter what, because it's just mag- bagpipes in the air at St. Andrews. You're yeah. hitting it over. The Owen Hotel on the Old Course Hotel on the the wall, and then you got the road. Right, I mean, it's just absolutely, it's insane. Yeah. And more importantly, they understand and they show every swing and every shot oh, for yeah. all four days. I don't have to pay for it. No, it's I don't all have there. To... Are you joking? You know what? Thursdays you wake up and it's on. It's, it's on. on. And it's it's, it's the best. Friday. It's, it's, the on. it's on. Saturday. My wife's <sighs> like. We have commitments in the afternoon. I said, Wrong. what time? She said, 4 o'clock. I said, perfect. The Open's done at 2. Done. Yeah, done. We're good. I like where yeah. we're at here. No, they, it's everything. It's all of that. Yeah, it's all of that. Um, so that was cool. Uh, a couple of days out on on the Open Championship. Uh, we will go around the league on today's show. Uh, Lewis Riddick with some comments on the Lamar Jackson extension. Baker was introduced down uh, in Carolina. Uh, get some of the some of the highlights from that. We'll get that to you as well. Here we are. Uh, what what else we got on here on the program today, Gibby? Uh, we're gonna have a little fun. We're putting together our list of ten most intriguing teams oh, in so twenty twenty two. That'll be fun with the help of our panel that I've solicited in the last twenty four hours. All right, oh, I like yeah. that. All right, so you have that to look forward to. That's coming up. We're doing that at two thirty. Two o'clock. Come, oh, two o'clock. There it is. Two o'clock. Just like that. All right. So we're off and running. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. And that bath authority gives you that bathroom of your dreams, kids. They can do it for you in about a day. You transform your current bathroom into a custom bath for a spa-like experience. The bath authority can make it a reality for you at a fraction of the cost of the competitors. The Bath Authority is Cleveland's premier bath and shower remodeler. Expert factory trained installers. Give them a call now. You get 500 bucks off your next custom bath or shower remodel. That number is 216-220-8399 or go to thebathauthority.com. Again, it's where affordability meets quality. The largest selection of bath projects are all made in the United States. Change your bathroom from outdated to outstanding. Acrylic tubs that insulate, keep the heat in. Tub to shower conversion. Superior products with expert installers at thebathauthority.com. 216-220-8399. 500 bucks off your next purchase. 
Tell them that Bo sent you, and they will take care of you. I I promise you that one. Uh, before we go around the league, Baker Mayfield introduced today down in Carolina. Virtu- was it a virtual presser? I saw the one with him and like the it was the Panthers version of it us. appeared that way, like the yeah. employee thing where they they interviewed yeah. via laptop. And then was there a, another meeting with the local press that happened as well, like some sort of a Q and A, or was that always just that five minute video with him and the employee? That's the only thing I saw was the video. No, the then there was like a legit Q and A. Yeah, yeah. So look, I mean, it's that 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 spot down there. He's going to have to go win that job. It'll be him against Darnold for the job. Um, Darnold knows the offense. He's been in the system. And so uh, Baker will have an opportunity to go down there and, and win that job. And who knows what, what happens from there. Uh, we, we There was a reporting uh, from um, – he used to be at the plane dealer, Ellis Williams, uh, uh-huh. re- reporting that um, the Panthers told Matt Corral, who they drafted, you're still the future. This has nothing to do with the way we think about you. You're still the future of the franchise, so forth and so on. So for Bake, it's very much a come in, prove that prove the value, and then let's see what happens a year from now, whether you stay in Carolina if you're great, or if if not, the door opens somewhere else. Uh, so that's the way that that'll go. Totally, and it was also noted that he will, uh, he did purchase number six from Johnny Hecker. So he will still be six because there was speculation that did one in 13 were the only quarterback numbers that were available. Boy, you don't want to be a quarterback wearing one in Carolina, I don't think. No, not after Cam Ron. No. No, you don't want to do that. Um, and I did see. Yes, of course you did. Yeah, not hard to see. We saw it. We, That's right. we together. We goose. We. That's right. Um, Go on Wednesday, way, by the way. Speaking of. So also for the speaking of that, for the first time ever, uh, the rewatchables, which I enjoy when it's a show, a movie that I've seen, I really enjoy that. Yeah. That that thread of, of podcasts. Uh, they did Top Gun Maverick as a rewatchable. Already, I saw even that. It's already in, it's still in theaters. Well, it's made its money. I mean, I think everybody's did seen you watch it twice, it? too. Did you watch? Did, did you, I listen to listen it? Did listen to it? The yeah, 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 I did. Um, yeah. I, you're going to just love it more than you can even wrap your head around. I'm super excited. I told the kids, I said, we're going tomorrow. Yeah. Thank you. Make yeah, it a priority. It's happening. Oh, it's it's done. Yeah, and I do think it, it is something that, um, it like, I it's going to be a very different experience. Like, Simmons said this. He said it's, it's you know, or the co-host guy said it's if, if in the theater it's a 10, it's a 7 at home, and Simmons corrected him to like an 8.5, it is an experience you have to see in the theater because it's just How big of a drop-off, though, was IMAX to the regular theater? Uh, I mean, I still saw it on a really big screen. I mean, they're all so really was, big now, yeah. No, but, I mean, there are some that aren't as – I mean, this Correct. was still a big, big screen that I saw it on, so it wasn't like it was a – And that was this week? That was – Thursday, yeah, last Tuesday. I saw it on Friday. Tuesday or Wednesday. And when you were on a big, big screen, get back? Big, big screen. Yep. I was on a big, big screen. Yeah, yeah. took the parentals, 50th wedding anniversary. I love that, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, IMAX was an – that was almost an out-of-body experience I, I would, at IMAX. I would love So that. was it like if it was a if it was 100 on IMAX, what is it in, on a big screen? 95. Oh, okay. 90, All 95. Right, so I don't have to kick myself. It, yeah, no, I don't think well it was like – Yeah, yeah, no, I don't mean – I don't think that it was – it wasn't a stunning drop-off. I mean, I, I think they captured it tremendously even on a really really big screen okay. i think they crushed it so yeah yeah that's that's yeah, still, still in a luxury recliner thing looks yeah like a, you need and the little 720p that looks like well a i nice think time. it's still killing it too box yeah. office wise it's like over, a billion two over a billion jeez it was a billion two I so you don't go and to the you don't go to the regal hudson cinema you where did you went to i uh, went to, uh, in macedonia macedonia they see bigger screens where is Cinemark in Macedonia? Good public school education. Yeah. All right, let's see. I got to look that so, up. So, and Friday, 
they had different previews than when I saw it at the premiere. The previews, new Mission Impossible with Tom Cruise, one year from now, and it's part one. All right, so you tell this I'm happened in. to me when we went. So you probably saw the same trailer as that I saw. So I took Beamsy and Black Cobra. They're 10 and 8. Yep. So it's a PG-13 movie. So, again, this is on me. Yep. It's on me. I understand it. But the movie is supposed to start at, I think we went at 2 at a matinee. It was supposed to start at 2. Um, we were there, like, right at 2. Like, because I knew. You're going to have at least 20 minutes. Uh, yeah. So, okay. The, like, all probably 80% of the. Was devastated? No, I don't think so. I, I no. mean, his whole thing was, my, his, his response to this, can we go to Target? Yeah, so that's it. So that we was got a, a target. That's all he wanted to do is go to What's Target. He getting a Target, dude. He's target is the new it's, Toys R Us, dude. R Us. It's the new Toys R Us. There is no Toys R Us. Doesn't so you go to Target? That's yes. where it is. Yeah, they got like ten rows of stuff. Fair. They I, do have a. They I do drove have an by, outstanding toy selection. I yeah. drove by the way. By the way, the other day, an old what was an old Toys R Us with you know the color mm -hmm. stripe going and I'm and it was calling the infinite nothing. sadness. Ah, oh, brutal, Billy. So Boy, sad. Great album. Great album. Yeah. Despite all my rage, I'm still just a brand of kids. That's all it is. Um, the anyway, so yeah, so the eighty percent of the previews were rated R. Oh, okay, eighty yeah. percent of the previews For were rated sure. R. And it, so I thought, okay, that's a bit aggressive. The fourth one was a Jordan Peele preview. Yes, that is that yeah. like a that horror movie? Yes. And yeah. so as soon as it comes on, I can see that Beamsy's like, oh, I'm, I'm not crazy about th where this is going. And I said, just close your eyes, buddy. Close your eyes. <laughs> just close so then, so then I, I the was sounds, so now we're doing sounds. Which are terrifying. Terrifying. So now he's going like this and like this, and I'm going, oh, God, what have I done? What do I do? He's going to be traumatized before you even get to Maverick. We were way before Maverick. It was probably another five, six oh, previews yeah. before you get to Maverick. And there were actually two horror previews in the I preview was, set. There's yes. two of them. The other one was even, they both it, were pretty scary. And No, thank you. And I th And so he goes... At the end of it, like I look over and he's, I mean, he's crying. He was crying. Like he was terrified. He was crying and terrified. And it was probably worse because I had him close his eyes. Because if it really visually, it wasn't really as scary. There was one quick screen grab of the bad guy that was pretty dicey. But other than that, like the visually, it wasn't terrifying, but the noises combined with it. And he was crying. I said, You okay, buddy? And he goes, No, dad, I'm not. And he was like, crying. Oh, God, no. God, God forbid. Thankfully, we got into Maverick and we were okay and we haven't talked about it since. Uh, but he was. He did not do well with that. And it's on me, I think, right? It's a PG-13 movie. I don't know that we got to show, you know, I guess my beef. Do we really need horror previews in the PG-13? I don't know, but whatever. Like, it's probably on me. I, I don't think it's on you. I think if you take somebody to a PG-13 movie, that the previews should be PG-13. If you take them to an R-rated movie, then the previews can be R-rated. I think that's a good point. That's kind of where I was. but No, that's not on you. By the way... I just we just finished Barry the last season yeah. and I could not recommend it more. Couldn't. I've heard it's great. It's great. Okay, you let's meet all your criteria, okay? Four seasons. So you got a long big catalog. Catalog. 30-minute episodes. I like that. Bill Hader, who's I like him. Yeah. Incredible. And then there's a guy named Noho Hank who when you're done with this, I challenge you to tell me he's not in your top 10 TV characters, period. Okay. But there's a scene in the finale that is a horror-based scene, I would call it, and it is all sound. It's all happening next to where you are, yeah. and it is <clears throat> terrifying. Yeah. The idea is he's a serial killer who's trying not to be. 
Serial killer is a very harsh, very pejorative. Oh, hitman maybe? Yeah. He's okay. an assassin. Okay, he's a hitman. And he only uh, takes out uh, evil people. Okay. Wasn't that Dexter? Wasn't that kind of like that? Kind of, but it's not. It's nothing like Dexter okay. at all. Dexter was a serial killer who thought he was like trying to do right. This guy's trying to not be a hitman, but that's just what he's good at. That's his one skill. Okay, okay. Um, this is right in your wheelhouse. I want to ask you about Matthew Barry leaving ESPN after 15 years. Yeah, so I, I reached Marchand out to him. broke yeah. this story, um, and it, he's, it reporting appears to be – no, Barry broke his own story. He did. Uh, Marshawn reporting NBC appears to be the favorite. NBC could use Barry to provide to boost the prescription site Peacock as well as TV and on its website. So that's the thinking there is that that, that might be the landing spot for that. But this is – I mean, you and he were two of the dudes. I mean, he was the dude. He is he is, and will, I think, always be the name face that was synonymous with the ascent of fantasy football to the mainstream, I think. I mean, Matthew Barry, he, yeah. he is the one of one. Talented Mr. Roto. Yep. TMR, exactly. I, I'm stunned. My guess is he's probably making a ton of money and this is they're getting rid of a lot of their expensive people at ESPN. Well, it came I, I feel like I read something earlier this summer that it was coming down to him or Schefter. Cuz Schefter was up for renewal and there was there was there was an article and it was there's not enough money to pay both and with Matthew Barry and fantasy football growing and now legal sports betting that his value was going to go through the roof. Yeah, I think it's interesting. I always like when a company like that says there's not enough money to pay both. There absolutely is. Yeah. For sure there is, 100%. You're making a lot. Well, you it's just, just paid you Buck and to... Aikman. I understand, but you're doing fine. You're doing fine. Um, I, my hunch is, is that they have propped up enough people through the fantasy umbrella sure. that there are other people who can fill into that. Like you, If you see a fantasy content, you're just looking for that content. You know, I, yeah, he so was, many. But he was definitely the biz. Reminds me a little bit of Kuiper. Like how Kuiper is the draft. Yes. Feel like he is and then, fantasy football. Yeah. I would say that's very, very fair. And then, you know, then they bring in their McShays and they got other guys. Mike Clay was on our show from time to time and have been brought in and other people. Yates is on, um, that, on that show quite a bit on the fantasy show. Yeah. Yeah. Stephanie Bell. Stephanie Bell. Stefania. Stefania. Yeah. yeah. You, you do wonder if yeah. the um, will legalize sports betting change the appetite for fantasy. Will it negatively impact the fantasy market? It's a good question. I think they're different. I agree. I think they're different. I think they both can exist. I think that, you know, one of the things, you know, prior to coming here that people wanted from my website more than anything, and one of the things that I was, it turned out to be I was good at, which was ahead of the time, was that, you know, where people had access to it, where it was legal, the player props. Mm Mm-hmm. I was very good at those because I was into the statistical modeling and was able mm-hmm. to find the inefficiencies in those markets, and they weren't sophisticated back then. So I do think people – you can get fantasy, which is fun because it's with your buddies. I think that people who are making big investments into gambling or fantasy are going to make big investments into both. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know that it I, – I don't, definitely don't think it's going to – all of a sudden it's the end or anything like that. I think the, the buddy part of it – is the amazing well thing you have that then you have daily sports. fantasy which is right just gambling on right. guys right uh, and then you have gambling gambling and yeah i think it's just going to continue to go further and further and further and more and more money into it i mean we, you and i have talked about this ad nauseum and i believe it to be 100 percent true that 
there will be a time when every stadium in the NFL that you go into will have a handheld gambling device yes. at your seat where you swipe your card and yep. you can is this going to be a pass is it going to be a run mm-hmm. is there going to score on this drive 100% and have live odds on everything all the time yep and what by the way i've done that in vegas on golf and it's the most fun you can have like it's the most fun yeah to bet like live masters is amazing it's a lot of fun. I'm sure. So when that happens, it's going to be that that's going to be a, a, a win for everybody on that front. Um, all right, uh, coming up, coming up next, we'll hear from Lewis Riddick on the uh, on the Lamar Jackson uh, contract with the Ravens. Um, also, some uniform news coming out of Houston with what the Texans are going to do. No, mm-hmm. it's not what they ought to have done. Uh, oh. the, the, you blew it, boy. So we'll get into all of that coming up next. Listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. A lot of bad advice out there about gambling from secret methods to picking a lot of your numbers to betting big when you're on a roll. The miss can lose your money, get you in a lot of trouble. So before you wager, find out what's real and what isn't at keepitfunohio.com. ESPN's Lewis Riddick was on Get Up this morning among the topics of conversation. What should Lamar Jackson do if he is not extended by the Ravens? Now, before we play this clip, let's also set this up. That the Ravens are more than willing to pay him. They they want to pay him. Uh, he wants to be there. The number and the term is the tricky part. Well, now he's saying, "Pay me the money." Pay me the money. Yep. And I think that that probably starts at two hundred and thirty-one million. Is my guess. It's what he's probably thinking on what that number ought to be. Um, so here is Lewis Riddick on Good Morning uh, on Get Up this morning on ESPN. Yeah, look, I've I've echoed the same the same sentiment simply because of how important he is to that organization see there's going to be people like obviously when you look at this you know when you look at this ranking as far as how coaches and scouts and executives and players rank these quarterbacks in the nfl look they're not really factoring in how how important maybe these individual players are to their individual teams especially when we're talking about a guy like lamar jackson they built their entire organization around him they designed an entire offense around him they call plays specifically designed to take advantage of his skill set as an athlete overall, and as a thrower, you know, in terms of his ability to throw the football in the middle of the field in a way that no other team does. No other team has, has really invested into their guy specifically the way that the Baltimore Ravens have. And I think if you're Lamar Jackson and you know that, and you know also that objectively speaking, when you look at the statistics, we win 76% of our games when I start. We average 29 points a game when I start. That is enough right there to say, hey, look, in terms of my importance to this organization and our ability to win, as this offense is presently constructed, I deserve to get paid a guaranteed contract commensurate with what, with, uh, with what the Cleveland Browns paid Deshaun Watson because I'm that important to you. I don't care if other, other teams feel as though I would be that important to them. I'm that important to you. So you pay me. Otherwise, I'm not coming in. Yeah, that's exactly how I'm sure it's gone and where they're at is, look, you're worth what you're worth to the league. To the league. You're Clearly. worth what you're worth to the organization. You're, I mean, he's won an MVP 
everything Lewis Riddick has said about him is real. Um, the other thing about it is, is the contract that we gave to Sean Watson reshaped the market. And so if you're Jackson, you're saying, I need that. And obviously, if he's saying, I need that, and he doesn't have it, the Ravens are saying, we don't want to give you that because mm-hmm. we still think perhaps while you are the most unique weapon in the NFL, you are an incredible, incredible winner, leader, teammate, probably the most dangerous person on an NFL field week in and week out. The game ultimately will come down to your ability to throw the football when they know you have to throw the football, and that is not necessarily his strength. And so they're saying, do we want to make that investment into Lamar Jackson? Because if they felt that way, the resume speaks for itself. The winning percentage speaks for itself. The MVP speaks for itself. The fear that he strikes in the hearts of every team that lines up to face him speaks for itself. 30 and 8 as a starter in the regular season. It's not bad. 69 touchdowns, 18 interceptions. Also good. 1 and 3 in the playoffs. Hold on, you with said, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just jump real quick. You said 30 and 8? 30 and 8. And then you said 69 passing touchdowns? Yes. So less than 2 a game. Okay. 18 picks. Yep. One and three in the playoffs, three touchdowns, five interceptions. Well, and then that might be enough to to say we can't give you that. Well, the problem here's the deal: it this happens in the NBA a lot. Like it just this just happened. I mean, I'm I'm not he's far more accomplished, but it's it's the Bradley Beal Dame Lillard thing. They're worth more, and I think stupidly in the case of Washington, probably to a certain extent Portland. They're worth more to those two markets than they are to the rest of the league in some instances. Mm. Everything that they've done in Baltimore is built around his skill set. Mm-hmm. It's all built around – if they don't have a player like him, then they're kind of resetting offensively. They This well, would yeah, almost be a they've wash. Ignored the wide, they've ignored wide receiver. This, this they don't want to play there. They don't know. So they want to play with, the, with backs. They want to run downhill in an RPO situation. They're going to throw to the tight end. They do have Bateman, who's a really nice player, um, but but that's their model is predicated on he's worth more there, and he's worth a, a lot to the league. But he's worth more there than anywhere else because anywhere else you'd have to completely change what you you're to doing, start all over, and right. they've already done it. The bottom line is, the Ravens are not willing to commit to Lamar Jackson what he wants. That's why we are at an impasse, as it would be in any negotiation. I wonder if it gets to a point where it's like. What's what's Deshaun's annual number? It's 46. five. It's forty six. What if it's three for one fifty? Fully guaranteed, fifty a year. I mean, maybe they should. It's. I mean, that's still eighty less than Deshaun, but it's more. Maybe that lets him sleep at night, saying, "Well, I'm." Or is it four for well, two hundred? And it gives the Ravens a little flexibility after three years. If it depends if you can get him to take the. Average, make him the highest paid, you know, year annual salary versus total guaranteed compensation. They may also say, "Do we want to do that? Do we think that he?" I is feel like they do right now. Don't Aaron you like Rogers. the next three? They've been years pretty outspoken Herbert. about what we've done. Well, because they didn't like it. They didn't like it. Yeah, right. but they, they have yet not. They have not yet come to a resolution. No, no. I'm look. You don't want to risk getting hurt. I get that. But you also want to be there in camp leading your team and showing exactly why you do have to pay me. Yeah. And the other thing is, is they're really good. They're really good. They were were more banged up than us last year. Yeah. 
and they were in the mix till the end. Yeah. Without him, without all the injuries, they lost both corners, both tailbacks. I mean, they were decimated. They again, Offensive worse line. than us. Yep. No one was more injured than them. So if they can, and they had catastrophic stuff. I mean, it was Achilles, ACLs, like, incre- I mean, they may not even be fully 100% by the time you get to September with some of these injuries they've had. Um, so, but if he's back, they're right in the mix, mm-hmm. right? So, and I think he hears all the whispers. It's a tricky situation. We identified it at camp. You were the first one that I recall saying it. But something doesn't feel right. We're I'm sorry, the combine. unresolved. Yeah, at the Combine, we were like, oh, this is, I don't know, you ask people about Baltimore, like, eh, something didn't seem right over there. Yeah. And it's still still trying to sort it out. I mean, he changed his Twitter, doesn't it say pay me? His Twitter profile? Yeah, I believe profile? So. something like that. I saw that on the – Something on the grill, yeah. On the grill, yeah. Um, all right, also saw this today, the, te- uh, the Houston Texans revealing their battle red helmets today, so they went red on these. I like them. You don't like them? Well, no. <laughs> Why not? They wear a red oh, jersey. That'll look good over the red jersey. I don't like when you. I don't like when you act like you have two primary colors. Like they are navy. They have three primarily. primary colors. They're red, right, white, their, and their blue. primarily uniform color is is navy. So to me, if you're going to go an alternate helmet, I would go white with the helmet there, and I would go an all white look if I were them. Now, what I would also say is, um, I don't like a full red either. Like I don't like it on the Chiefs. I don't like it on the Cardinals. I don't like I don't like that anyway. So I would choose a white hat over a red hat. That'd be the first thing I would do. But I think the thing that they should have done, and I know that people will yell at me and say, "Well, the Titans own that color." The Titans don't own every color of light blue. They don't. No, it should have been an Oiler throwback. Right, of course. In the Oiler color scheme. Now, I know that the Oilers, the Titans, former Oilers, own that specific shade of blue. There's a blue that they own, and they will not let Houston use it. But you could have worn a different shade of blue. You easily could have done that, and that would have been a hit. Like this is kind of a this almost seems much like their current uniform scheme, like a creative uniform on Madden. Look, this well, just looks like it's inverted that way. So here's what they have according to their. So they would say their franchise entity. This is from their website, paying homage to the franchises to one of the franchises' three iconic colors. The team will don the new helmets, which are these red ones, Week Nine against. Um, the Eagles. So the Texans. I love when team teams statements are like that. Don is a great word. Don, the three iconic colors. Chill out. You're the Texans. So Chill out. their uniform combos, this is off of their website, are they wear a, a blue over white. Mm-hmm. They wear a blue over blue. They wear a white top over a blue pant. Mm-hmm. And they wear a red top over a white pant. So they don't have a red they don't red. Have a red pant. They don't have a red red in their catalog according to this. Well that helps then. I do like I still like the idea I think white I prefer the white. I think white would have looked would have looked pretty good on them. Well, um, I would have done to your point. I would have done like this, which I just found Googling really quickly. I would have done oh, God that but it's still a texan it's not the oiler but it's the texans uniform in the oiler scheme yeah that's gorgeous that would be a top 10 uniform in sports immediately so the oiler blue it's it's just light blue is what it's like a a true i don't know it's like a carolina blue or a ucla blue it's Mm -hmm. uh it's a it's just called light blue it's p uh the pantone on it is 279 
is the uh, is the actual color on it. Um, but they do not allow for anybody else to use that color. That color is basically just retired. They have it like in shading in their Titans uniforms, but that look, all of it is just retired, which is a shame because it's gorgeous. Why are they allowed to do that? Uh, that's where I was going. Well, this is how we got that right. The NFL got that right with us where they didn't let the Ravens take it. Um, the, the NBA got it right with the Sonics. Like they didn't let Oklahoma City take the Sonics. So they got it right in those instances. If they, if they I got feel it like right, we might have had to pay there. for our colors back. I thought they just kept. I don't know. You you would know better than me. I was yeah. not here at that. But time. nobody gets to enjoy the like. There's nobody in Seattle to be the Sonics, so who cares? But it feels that. like they're getting an expansion team along with Vegas in the next two or three years. That Seattle will be Seattle and Vegas are getting expansion teams, and so then they'll be the Sonics again. That that's how that'll go. But the light blue would that would have done it. You wear a white helmet with light blue and red. For the Texans, you want to sell some kits, dude? I'm the one I just showed you. Yeah, is that's perfect. Unbelievable. I think when DeAndre Hopkins was there, he tweeted out an image of that, of the basically the Titans look just in oiler colors, um, and it's perfect. It's it's absolutely perfect on that front. You getting any research on that, Gibby? In terms yeah, of did we so, have to buy the colors. I don't think we had. I thought that was just part of the deal. I subsequent like, legal actions saw a unique compromise that would later set a precedent in professional sports. Uh, Modell was able to keep the Browns' ex- existing player and staff contracts, but his team officially would be an entirely new franchise. Meanwhile, the Browns' name, history, archives, and likeness would stay in Cleveland. Now, can you imagine if we couldn't use Jim Brown or Bernie Kosar? Yeah, ridiculous. That's what happened in Houston. Like, they can't use Earl Campbell, right? What? It's, stupid. it's ridiculous. Warren Moon? There should be a trade. Why isn't there a transaction? Why couldn't you buy that from the Titans? Apparently, the Adams family won't budge. They won't budge on it. I don't know. They shouldn't. They should have just been the Houston Oilers. Is what they should have done. That's exactly what you should have done. Yeah, just been the Oilers. And the NFL should have said, you know what? This isn't right. Be the Oilers. That's it. Have the colors back. It's the fifth biggest market in the country. It's Texas. Let's do this right. And they didn't. Yeah, they didn't do it. Um, Man, I'm, whoever, kudos to the artist of whatever we found. They're stunning, right? right? fantastic. Just perfect. Um, this news out of the University of Michigan yesterday, Gary Moeller succeeded Bo Schimbeckler, Michigan head football coach in 1990, led the Wolverines to three Big Ten titles in five seasons. He died Monday at the age of 81, the university announced. A lot of success when Moeller was there. Wasn't there a, a DUI or a drunken restaurant thing that led to his dismissal and then Lloyd Carr got the job? Uh, we need it's the, before we need my the time, kid, the but kid I'm, the kid would know for sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there was. I'm pretty sure there was like an incident or something that led to his dismissal in Ann Arbor, and then Lloyd Carr got the job. Moeller won a lot in the short amount of time he was there, three Big Ten titles in just over, I think, five years of coaching. Uh, but then Carr won the national title in 1997 with Chucky Woodson. But I'm pretty sure there was an incident that led to his dismissal. Then he kind of bounced around. He's in the NFL a little bit. He was with the Lions for a little bit. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, Moeller resigned in May 95 after tapes were released of his alleged drunken outburst following an arrest on a charge of disorderly conduct at the now-defunct Excalibur restaurant in Southfield, Michigan. Yeah, see. Yeah, there it is. There you go. There you go. But, yeah, he was a captain and and was really good. They were really good, and then 
you know, Lloyd ends up being the coach there and they win the national title. All right, we will, uh, we're will. we going to get to our 10 most intriguing teams. Uh, we're going to come up with that list coming up. Gibby has an all-star panel. We'll select uh, the teams that we're going to talk about here over the next couple of weeks. Luminaries. That is coming up at the top of the hour. You list of Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Rumpke Waste Recycling, family-owned and operated. Whether you join them as a customer, as an employee, you'll become part of the family. Visit Rumpke.com to learn more. Uh, all right, Gibby, this is your brainchild. Explain I can't to the people. Take, I can't take all of the credit. We did. You and I had some discussions the week yeah. uh, going yeah, we into, did. We did. To, to Runaway. I like the idea of this. Yes. The idea is you find – you pick the 10 most intriguing teams in the NFL. Now, the key to this thing is how do you define intriguing? Because there are a lot of really great teams in the NFL, but there aren't a whole lot of question marks around some of them. So it's going to be a balance of, I think, some really good teams that have question marks, some really bad teams that have change in leadership, new quarterbacks in certain spots. A team like the Chargers would make a lot of sense because it feels like they've got everything, but they're in an absolutely brutal division. So, for example, when that's the way I defined it was that way, but we would all do, do it differently. We'd hash it all out. The number one most intriguing team for me is Jacksonville. Now, I, I don't particularly that. care about Jacksonville. Boy, they're number one on my list, too. I don't right care about Jack- I don't care about the fan base. I don't particularly like the city, and I like Florida a lot. I don't particularly like the city. I think from a brand standpoint, they're a nothing. But that was a debacle of epic proportions which I believe we had on this program, exactly how it would go. Um, and they have a generational thought to be generational quarterback. Is he that or is he not? Can they salvage him? To me, they're the most intriguing team in the league for that reason. They're not going to win anything. I don't know. Why not? They the division's wide win. open. Yeah. He said uh, he was on uh, with Colin Coward on Monday, Trevor Lawrence saying, quote, of Peterson his resume speaks for itself but then seeing the way he carries himself the way he treats people the way he leads I think we're similar just our demeanors our personality doesn't get too high or too low I think that's really important to have if you're going to be a really good head coach especially in the NFL so it's been great getting to know him and I think he's done a great job just planning out our offseason there were a lot of changes we needed to make and I think he's made those he's put together a great plan of progressing our team offensively and defensively so now that we're ready going into camp I think he's done a great job so I'm excited I mean, okay. Immediately talks about his demeanor, the way he treats people, Mm -hmm. and then the fact that he has a plan. (laughs) He actually has some organization. Yeah. And that is like night and day different. Mm -hmm. It's all you need. Little guidance. Yeah. Some coaching. Yeah. So I think – Take your kick around the You know, I I think that – so that has the makings of intrigue. Yep. Right? That's really intriguing to me. Um, do you have, so I'm looking at this list that you give us, so Gibby, like, I, do you I, have a I, consensus? Yeah. What is this Gibby? It makes sense. Where's of what our you're consensus? Like we, I, I, I don't have a consensus. This Did you do rank? Where's our was, CV to do rankings of how many of, times the I team was, was mentioned? All of the lists. Um, Segura didn't this? submit one. I have a list right here. 21 teams. Here, I found mine on here. Let's I have a see. list of 21 teams. Well, you got to do 10. I have so 10. All right. Give me your 10. So hold on. Give me your 10. Let's see how many of mine match up. So I, I, I put together a committee. Some award winners, uh, some people that know the game, 
What are the awards that have been won? They've been numerous. They're gold. They're pretty nice. They have wings? Yeah. Sometimes. Winged. There's some there's some impressive names. All I've right. taken the names off. No names. Except mine, nope. I noticed. My name is still on this list, on this printout. Well, that's fine, but that was because you were I just didn't want the only ones who've seen it. All right, so don't look at the lists anymore. Go ahead with your thing, and then I want to hear – I want to see yeah. how many so we got similar. I thought we would go through some of these, and if the names – Are come. the Browns eligible? No. The top ten most intriguing that are not the Cleveland Browns. Special shout-out to the committee. You know who they are. You know who you are. Uh, and I, I thought we would take from there. I could put together the list from, based off of that, but I also wanted to get your guys' opinions. Okay. So I thought we would have some fun with this. All right. All right. So let's – And then once we have our ten, we don't have to necessarily rank them, but – No, you're not ranking them. No. You're just – these are the ten most intriguing. And then it's I will arbitrary. be booking – booking guests the rest yeah. of this week and next week leading up to training camp oh baby all right so give me your 10 give me your list of 10 let's see how many we've matched up yeah on. since no one else has it because you right. didn't submit it all right time. so i've got who did it i had all right so you i did, wasn't tasked with submitting i was tasked with creating it. it's created right here on. on time you got the email last night there bubs oh i'm sorry yeah do you have a list today could you give me your 10 and let's see what's match you let's need a stevie bad uh, he starts Monday. All right, good. By the way. Do we Jacksonville? Like yeah, we do. Okay. Jacksonville? Okay. Miami? Yep. San Francisco 49ers? Yep. The Buffalo Bills? Okay. I did not have that one. The Los Angeles Chargers? Yep. No, I did not have that one. I did not have that one. Wow. Yeah. That's, That's a super team. Chargers bandwagon. I'm, I'm interested. I think they're interesting. They're a super team. They're, they are. They, they, they were And I think close. the Bills are interesting because they've been crowned. And how they respond to that, I find yeah. interesting. Those it's are fine. the two that have been crowned. Yep. The Green Bay Packers. Yep. The Arizona Cardinals. Yep. The Las Vegas Raiders. Yep. The Baltimore Ravens. Yep. And then my last two are, are a little bit different. I'm really intrigued by the New York Jets. Yep. I don't have them, but go ahead. I am quite intrigued by them. And then uh, I think 10. that's 10. There it is. Is that your 10? That's it. Okay. So we had seven the same. Okay. We had seven the same. We both had Jacksonville. We both had Baltimore. Both had Miami. Both had Vegas. Both had the Packers. Both had San Francisco. And both had Arizona. Um, the three that I had that you didn't were I had Pittsburgh because I just don't know. They've never lost. I'm not intrigued and they, by them they got, at all. I just think the bottom could be – this could be the end of it. Yeah, I just uh, – Could be the end of it. Yep, okay. Could be the end of the run. Okay. Um, I just think that there's a, a lot of question For a franchise that's never really lost, to me it feels like they're heading into what is about to be a lot of losing. Okay. And I, I'm fascinated to see how that goes for them. Okay. Denver so with I had, Russ. I had Denver was in my honorable mention. Okay. And then I, I could have gone either way on either one of these. Um, I think Detroit is intriguing with the weapons listed. Yeah. around Goff. And then I think – and some of this is personal fields in Chicago with what they've done or haven't done. Yeah. Like, what does that look like for him is, does he survive? Cause they, it was criminal what they did to him. Yeah. And he's, it's not quite, it's, it's not quite the malpractice in Jacksonville, but it's damn close. And it actually, from a talent standpoint, it might be worse. His situation might be worse. And I'm just curious if we can get out of it alive. So I kind of had those two teams. I could have taken either one of them. Who did you take? 
I said either one. Like if, it, uh, if it's a tie, like yeah. you can have either one of those. I thought Indy was intriguing. I was intrigued by Matt Ryan in a new place for the first time in yeah. his career. I thought that was interesting. Um, I also just as kind of it's interesting to see are they really going to ink Seattle, Atlanta? Like, is, sure. what are they really doing? That's kind of interesting to me. And then the other team I had that was close because like Tampa, the Rams, can they repeat Cincinnati? It's a lot of people in, that I look on these lists have those teams, and I, I find New England to be the least interesting team. Yes. Um, is Tennessee, and I didn't see them on many lists, and my reason for that, I see them on one here. My reason for Tennessee is you've been the number one seed. Like, when do you just say, okay, yeah, we're good, and it's fun, but we're not good enough, and implode the whole thing? Well, they didn't do that, though. Right, so I think it's interesting to watch this year, especially if it doesn't go swimmingly what that looks like. But they weren't in my top ten. I would vote if we're – so we've got seven – that were a hundred percent in you yeah. unison. Yeah. Okay. I would put based on the ones you said, Denver to me, um I would I would put in there. I'm fine with yeah. Denver. So that's eight. And from yours I would put Chargers. Okay, so that's nine. And so basically we have almost the entire AFC West. I think the Jets are in I'll make the case for the Jets real quickly. Okay. You got you get Garrett Wilson, mm-hmm. you got Elijah Moore, you've got Corey Davis. I find Zach Wilson to be very interesting all of a sudden. You've <laughs> yeah, got a good weekend. You've got a team. You you've got a team that got they, they got Sauce Gardner. They got that defensive pass rusher as well. Yeah. They get Carl Lawson, who was their big free agent signee a year ago, back in the mix. And I'm interested. I, I like the coaching staff. I like Sala and I like mm-hmm. LaFleur. So I'm I'm into the I'm into the Jets. I think they could be a really if, if Zach Wilson and we're starting to get some reports coming out, not just about his off the field prowess but on the field that he's looked really really good and people are excited i mean that's a team that could be really fun to watch i i just don't buy it with him and so maybe that's why i that's what i can't get by with not him, even anymore I, just, I mean i buy that part of it there's a bit of a miscalculation by the way on the ex-girlfriend's part yes yeah, thinking that that would be a detriment no she's made him a hero made him something else entirely is there anybody we're missing on this uh, Do you I'm not just find the Bills intriguing? No, because I think they're known. Now, I think I know exactly who they I are. I can tell you the gentleman that submitted. I feel the same with them as I feel about the the, the category you put: Cincinnati, uh, Rams, Bucks. Like to me, they're there. They're known. They can win but the Super Bowl. They did get out of it. They they lost. But, the, but it, they still feel like they're okay. It's the running right. it right, right. back. Like I'm they're fine. known to me. All right. Like so then we. Agree. I guess that's what I tried to do. So we agree with Denver and the Chargers. We've agreed on. So we're, yeah. we're at nine in total agreement. I'm interested in, did something fundamentally change about the team that will lead to a cha- I like the idea of something new. So I guess that's why I didn't. So that's do you why like I, the Jets then? Do you think they could be new or you're just. I think they feel like the same to me. It feels like just another year of Zach and another year of these guys. And it just, they feel too young. And I just think I don't buy in Wilson much. I think that's probably my hangup. There's there. like four new stars. Right, stars. Garrett Wilson. kids. Well, they're kids. Sauce they're rookies. Gardner, they're rookies. The pass rusher and Lawson, who they never played. Yeah. We'll see if there's – I don't know. They're young kids. We'll see if they turn into that. I just don't buy Wilson. I think that's my hang-up with him. I have but no you don't buy Tua. Him, I don't buy him. No, but I buy everything else. And so the Tua yeah. part of it is, for me with them, it's if he's he not great, All who's right. popping in there and playing? All right. We need um, a tenth team then. We've yeah. got nine. We need a tenth. Yeah. And I'm going well, go to go through and I'll go through anybody... and take like – go through and take a couple more teams too is there anybody else that we are missing here 
Arizona and like the 49ers. Somebody has, somebody has the, God bless them, but they have like the Vikings is interesting. Not interesting. I'll tell you, aren't the, the Jets are on, at least on this page, they're on all four of these ones. On this page, they're on the first one and then no others. Yeah, not a whole lot. No, it ends up being. I know 50, that 50, I can so tell you that the, the person that submitted on page one, the second person, he just went with the, the bottom ones. I'm intrigued by all the, the sucky ones. And like, I'm not so. intrigued by the New York Giants at all. No, none. No nothing. interest. Nothing. I'm not intrigued by the Texans. I'm not intrigued by mm. the Bears. You mentioned Fields. Detroit, I would be willing to put Detroit in there. I, th- I think it would be fun to see what that team can do with Hawkinson. They're and more interesting from the standpoint of could they challenge. I acknowledge that my my Bears thing is is really Fields heavy. Sure. Because of, of, of him. I mean, that's really what it's about. It's it's really fields heavy. Um, yeah. Yeah, the known stuff, I don't – and maybe that's a mistake on my part, too, at the Jets. Like, maybe I just feel like Wilson is known. I don't think – it's probably not fair. But maybe I just think that he is. Um, I tell you what, you could talk me into Seattle or Atlanta. You know, maybe, maybe one of them is – maybe the 10th is – the the Tankapalooza teams. So let's take Seattle because why are you why are you trying to start with Drew Locker? Isn't it Geno Smith? Yeah. Yes. Why are you doing this? I mean, with if, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett on your roster. Yeah. What they would what they are I going to be Seattle. what they are going to be able to do is if 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 executed properly, this is Joe Burrow to Cincinnati. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is really good young roster. Now we got the franchise quarterback, and we're in the Super Bowl in two years. Yep. That's what it is. Yep. It's not, it's not very often that you already have – it's rare. Usually when you draft a quarterback early, it's the situation that Fields is in where you don't have anything around him, and there's very little chance for success. Whoever – Stroud, Young, whoever it's going to be in Seattle is ready – that's ready-made. We're yep. good to go. Yep. Honestly, like, am I nuts for saying, like, you tell me if I'm wrong, like way off base on this. Is Russell Wilson closer to the Super Bowl had he stayed in Seattle when you consider the NFC or in Denver in the AFC? I think if you were to just to take in isolation his the roster and the conference situation, yes, he was closer with Seattle, but the coaching situ- coaching was broken. The offense was broken. It was yeah. garbage. It was, yeah. On a number of these Rams, Chiefs, I, I think there's a little bit of intrigue there with both. So the Rams, can they repeat? You know, Allen Robinson comes in. Von Miller you know, out. Von Miller out to Buffalo. I don't know. I I, I think that they're just a contender. I'm not that interested. Really. I think they'll just them. be a contender. I think the um Can Kansas City ever win another Super Bowl? But that's like okay, now we're But they're gonna be a contender, yeah. right? Like yeah. they're they're a contender. They got but they could have questions. They're if gonna they be didn't make the playoffs if they finished fourth in their division, I wouldn't be floored. Their division's that good. Yeah, I mean, they, the, every team in that division could be above 500. Yeah. What about Colts? I, I, I like you, the Colts. You mentioned them. I mentioned them. I did. Yeah. I think it's – Matt Ryan. Is it more – okay, let's stay in the Rust Belt area then. Is it more intriguing to be the Indianapolis Colts in the AFC in 2022 or the Detroit Lions in the NFC in 2022? Colts. Because I, I just, I don't, the Lions, I, it, could they end up being the, okay, we'll say everything goes right. Okay, literally everything goes right for them. Does more have to go right for Indy 
than it does for Detroit. I'm just saying neither of these teams are Super Bowl teams. I I'm see... saying, like, make the playoffs. Indy's got a chance to make the playoffs. Indy can win their division. They can win their division, yeah. I'd probably don't... be the favorite to win the division. Right. I but don't I think believe be... Detroit can win their division. Agree. I, I... They'll be heavy dogs, though, in any game they play in the postseason. Indy will. Yes. I just feel like Detroit could put some things together and make some noise in that division. Could they jump Minnesota? Minnesota? Yes. yes. I play. like that offense. Yeah, there's some weapons. I don't know if we know enough about their defense. Well, But we don't know enough about the Packers outside Aaron Rodgers. Well, that's we know why their defense on, is really good, and their D is good. And we, that's and why they're on also, the list. What does he do without <clears throat> receivers? Yeah. I think there's also the deal with, like, Rodgers won another MVP. He's had a lot of home playoff games. It's now or never, man. Like, if you're going to get that second one, And if it's, it's now or now. never, how do you let the – how's Devontae Adams not on your team? I don't know. And how are you okay with it? You know? Hey, he achieved his goal of finishing top 20 at the Accenture. In fact, he finished in the top 10. Crushed it. Crushed it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's anybody – I mean, you could talk me into Seattle. I, we could do Indy. I'm fine with Indy. I think Indy's intriguing. Um, I see. I guess is there is there a team like to me? I think the process, and I really think you could put them like all three together, like almost like the tenth team could be the three teams that are tanking, like Houston, Atlanta, and Seattle are all tanking. The NFL needs it needs regulation or relegation. I mean, relegation. It'd be great. All it needs is a draft lottery. And then that's done. Over with. It's done. Just get a draft lottery. That's it. It's absolutely it. Do you, how far, let me ask you this. How far are we, and I think the answer is not, but I could be wrong. How far are we from going to eight teams in the playoffs per conference? Half. The yeah, league. I hate it. I'm sure we're close because they're going to make a lot of money on it. But I'm, I don't like it. You don't like it? I like six. I like it six, and I like it at 16. I don't like it seven. I don't like it eight. I like it being tough. You Hard know? to make the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. I like it tough. Yeah. Yeah. Should mean – should be – that. May, I mean, the thing that you're doing, if you go to eight, which they will, you st you are starting to diminish the regular season. Now, that's not necessarily a bad thing, right? I mean, it's, it's okay. Like, the playoffs is where the juice is made. Seating but you don't want to go too far into the – You want to win NBA your division. Realm. You still want to win your division. That's the difference. As long as you make sure that that's part of it. Winning the division gets you a home playoff game in the first round. That's a big deal. I don't know. Stafford went to Tampa Bay and won. The Packers have hosted the NFC Championship game course, the last two but years. You so like, it, it feels like something to it play It does, for. but I, you know, I'm not sure if it is as much as we want it to be. It is uh, fair. It is the Cincinnati, playoffs, though. Didn't Cincinnati win in Kansas City? They did. So, I mean, we both championship games last year. The, the Niners, though, won. lost in L.A. Yeah. Both championship games, road team won, though. AFC, NFC. No. Packers hosted this year. Did they? They hosted the last two years, didn't they? Weren't the, I thought the AFC championship game or the NFC championship game was the Niners and the Rams. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Right. That They, they won the week before. The Niners beat them in Green Bay the week before. Like 10-6 right. or something. Yeah, gross yes. game. Gross. Yeah, gross game. Yeah. That's yeah. a night game. That's right. It sucked. Um, I, I don't, I just like when you look at the AFC, for example, and yes, you're right. You have to play something, but because the divisional schedules are different, it's not like in college where everybody in your conference for the most part plays the same schedule, right? 
in the division. And I know now we're going to these insane conferences, which is going to be a whole nother thing. There's no way everybody yeah. can play everybody right. the same. Um, I also think that the first round buy is overrated. I realize it gets you into the second yeah. round without having to play a game, but I, it feels like the I just when's the last time a team with the first round buy just ran it? Oh yeah, no, I it's a good point on that. I I wonder. I wonder if it's had more of a detriment than an, than an asset. I think we we went to seventeen games last yeah. year, and it was really a war of attrition. These teams were so beat up, and now you think about you're probably going to go to an eighteen game schedule, and then you're going to add another game for everybody. They should in the go to playoffs. an eighteen week schedule. They with 16 games. With 16 games, two buys yes. for every team. Yeah. And then you can and you have, then have eight teams in the playoffs. That'd be fine. Sold. Okay. Sold. In. Yeah. Two buys, 16 games, and then eight in. Then fine. That's a win. You're, you're still getting 18 weeks of football on TV. Like, yes. It's not changing that at all. No. It's not changing that at all. No. You're losing a half of a gate a year. Right. Yeah. That's the way to do it. All right. So you just need to pick one, Gibby. We've I got can do nine. That. I'll, got I might nine. pick two. Just uh, we got some time coming up. Well, so then are we going to do the fifteen most intriguing teams? No. Are we going to do the ten most? Yeah, it could be ten. Could, could be twelve. 12. Could be the dirty dozen. dozen. Get you to get you to the uh, a week from Friday. That's what you need to be. That's your sweet. Give spot. a. You know how many are in a baker's dozen? Yes, he does. I would like to think so, but I don't know. Throw out a number. Dozen. Yeah. Baker's dozen. Dozen. 13. It was a trick question. No. 13. Not. Not. 13. Baker gives you a bonus. One for the Baker. One for the Baker. Okay. 13. I'm sure I'm I've heard that before. I'm shocked that you have not heard that before. Yeah. That seems like something that is said often in Northeast Ohio. Yeah, it feels like a very old-timey phrase. It feels like a very – would be all about Baker's dozen. Yeah. I, yeah. I was like, I'm not going to know this. No, I, yeah. All right. Very good. All right, coming up next. So there we have it. We need one more intriguing team. We will get to that. Uh, yeah. We have the CBS Sports with their 2022 All Under 25 Offensive Team. Oh man, uh, go over some of these guys, the young stars in the league. That's coming up next. You'll listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Elk and Elk Serious Lawyers, Serious Injuries. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO for a free case review. Elk and Elk's a proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. Uh, CBS Sports with their 2022 All-Under-25 Offensive Team. Um, yeah, the Chargers are going to have a lot of these guys on this. All-Under-25. i got to know who's under 25 at quarterback. Obviously, Herbert is. Who else? Herbert is under 25. Is Burrow over? Burrow 26? I don't know. I'm working on it. The only rule is these players must be under 25 years old entering the season. This actually disqualifies a few players, such as Arizona Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray, who turns 25 in August. So what I wish he did here is just a note to our good friend, Mr. Uh, Jordan, is that I wish he would put who else he considered. It would make it easier to see. He, so he stupid. picked Herbert. The way, that, the way that CBS's website works is just a joke. She said, "I see. Here's Herbert's my choice. Here are the other guys. Others, I'm choosing him over. Yes, that I've chosen him over. So, all right. I'll tell you what you can do on this. Like, 
ESPN just did this. They did the 10, 10 best QBs list. Jeremy Fowler did this. Yep. Um, I think they just – this was executives, coaches. I think Deshaun was nine on this list. Okay, yes. so he's got a second team here. So he does have All a right. second so team I just, on let's, offense So let's pull this up because then, then, I can, then I can directly say, like, who's I, – I, Who's younger than who's in who has a chance to be on this list? So like does Burrow is Burrow twenty six? He must he be because the second team quarterback is Mac Jones. Okay. So, so clearly Burrow's twenty six. So he's out. Okay. Yep. Um All right. So by the way, I'm are you sure you take Mac Jones over Trevor Lawrence? I'm not. In fact, I'm not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would Josh Allen is obviously older. Yes. Josh Allen's twenty five. So he's you have to be under twenty five going into seasons under twenty five. Oh, under tw- you have to be twenty four. Correct. Should just say yeah. So it's not twenty five and under. No, it's the all yeah, run, under twenty five offensive list. team. No, he says, it, he says it's too. all under twenty five. The under twenty five. He just say the twenty four years or younger list. Yeah. So we're in, there. In okay. which case, your your candidates are Herbert, Lawrence, uh, Mac Jones, Trevor Lawrence, Jalen Hurts, Tua. Justin Fields, I'm taking, Zach Wilson, I'm taking Trey Lawrence. Lance. I'm taking Trevor Lawrence. I'd take Lawrence second yep. behind Herbert. All right. Running back. And John. by the way, this is a big reason why Herbert was, you know, one of those things in the draft. Like, he was young. Shout out to Modley. Modley said it, that was – he came out in 2019. Mm-hmm. At the time, he said – and this is coming off of 2018 when it was just not feasible and I thought it was crazy. He's like, Brown should trade Baker for and, – and to whoever and pick – Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert, yeah. He loved him at Oregon, saw him there. Turns out that was a pretty good call. Put Nailed that, it. Put Boats. that in the resume. That's right. Running back Jonathan Taylor and his uh, second team running back is Najee Harris. I have no problem with that. Wide receivers, pretty good team here. Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, teammates, and C.D. Lamb. I really don't have a problem with that. The second team's not bad either. Jalen Waddle, D.K. Metcalf, and T. Higgins. I feel like Metcalf so many should talented be on there guys. CD Lamb. Metcalf's only twenty four. Yeah. CD Lamb. If you last were building year. a team, you would take and you would ha- and you already had Chase and Jefferson. You would take Metcalf over Lamb, I think. So, this is the first year where he's the guy. So we'll see. In fact, he is the betting favorite to lead the league in receiving yards in twenty twenty two. CD Lamb. Last year, eleven hundred and two receiving yards, six touchdowns. I I wasn't curious about. This up real fast because I am curious about a, a DK Metcalf. I think DK Metcalf has had really good flashes. So two years ago, Metcalf 83, 1303, and 10. Last year, 75, 967, 12 touchdowns, though. Yeah, I think you could make the case that DK Metcalf would be on there over CeeDee Lamb, but I think I'm guessing if you ask people to draft one of the two, they would draft CeeDee Lamb around the league. Yeah. Met, I just like Metcalf's got some stuff you can't teach. Well, he's got size. Yeah, the size and speed you just can't yeah. teach. So that's that's the one thing. All right. I, Lamb's probably more versatile, more overall, but that's it's all. Good. I mean, there should be four. They should all be on here. Uh, Kyle Pitts is the tight end. The backups Noah Fant. There's no competition there. Kyle Pitts. I mean, a thousand yards last year. Yeah. Only one touchdown though. Very odd. Kind of a Julio thing with him. What's going In on Atlanta? with, with maybe Matt Matty Ryan? Ice. Yeah, maybe he's icing out people. But, Inside the 20. He just yeah. won't throw it to the To, the to his stars. What's he doing? I don't know. Uh, Rashawn Slater, left tackle. Vera Tucker, the left guard. Jets. Creed Humphrey, the center of the Chiefs, who was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Daniels, the right guard of the Steelers. I have no idea. Yep. 
Tristan Wirfs, right tackle. That one makes sense. Second team is Andrew Thomas. How old's Jed Wills? Jed Wills is better than Andrew Thomas. Michael Onwenu, Lloyd Cushenberry, Trey Smith, Panay Sewell. They're the kid taken out of, like, the surest thing, I think, in this draft is the kid taken out of Iowa that the went center, in the first round. The to center. Baltimore. Yeah. Jed Wills, 23. Yeah, Jed, Jed give me Wills Jed Wills over Thomas. Thomas. Yeah. Hasn't Thomas been, like, a debacle? Yes. Yeah. All right, this guy. We need He needs our help. We need to help this guy out. Linderbaum is the kid out of uh, Iowa. Tyler? Is it yeah, Tyler? Tyler Linderba- Linderbaum. He's going to be. Yeah, the Ravens were thrilled to get him. I know that. Yeah, book it. They're set up. They're absolutely set up. Yeah. So that's that's it. That's yeah, There's a lot. I'll tell you what. The one thing that is that I am curious if this ends up happening in the league, if because there are so many talented receivers coming in every year, do you change the way – do the way you view receiver turn into the way that we're now viewing running back? Because there's so many. We talked about this in the draft, around the draft time. Like, do you have to pay franchise receivers anymore? Or will that start to fall out because of the type of talent? Like, what you do – It's just crazy what's coming out of the college year in and year out at receiver. What you do is what the Vikings did, but you got to <clears throat> execute. So you trade Stephon Diggs and turn that into Justin Jefferson on a rookie deal. But you got to hit him. But you have to hit it. Right. You got to land both of them, man. right? But it does feel like you're landing more and more of these receivers. Like it feels like there isn't. It's really hard. It feels like to me the last three or four years for a first round receiver to bust, unless yes. there's off field. Like if they get to play, it feels like they hit. Yep. Yeah, it really does. I mean, you can see why people are. I mean, you see why why people are excited about that Chargers team. Yeah, There's a lot to like there. Loaded. It's just a. It's just brutal. It's just that's a brutal division. It is a brutal division. Did they do his? Did he do his defense or is it just? Offense? I haven't seen the defense pop up yet. All right. Here's here's the beef I'm going to have with this list. He's got to do 25 and under. Yeah. Because nobody wants to do the math. Nobody's going to do 24. Correct. If you put 25 in the damn title, right. it makes you think 25. 25 so you should have just done 25 and under. That's the way to solve he it. He did under 25 yeah, instead that's of 25 not it. and under. Then, you, then what you should have said is 24 and under. That's how you solve and, that. That's right. That's how you say it. Yeah, that's how you solve it. So you go 25 and under is the way that that's, that's right. done. Yeah. I, again, what is with the love for Mac Jones? I don't find them interesting. I don't think it's funny. Like People rave about him. People are so excited about him. He's fine. You saw him in person, Mac Jones. I didn't. I was. I missed that. That was. I had uh, COVID. Oh, you were COVID that game. That's right. Good one to miss. You didn't miss a whole lot, That's kids. A good one to miss. Boy, did you not miss a whole lot that day. I mean, I, what? What are they, they've got? Devontae Parker. I will say this: Mac Jones looks pretty good. He looks like he's thinned up. I'm just seeing some images of him from like this summer. Best body ever. It's that time of year. Nikhil, Best shape of their Nikhil life. Nikhil Harry, Nikhil. Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick, Kendrick Bourne. Bourne, Hunter Henry, Janu Smith, uh, Damian Harris. They have a good defense. I just i i i don't i i don't know about this whole their whole offense. 67 well isn't uh patricia gonna call it isn't that what they're saying like they're not even replacing with daniels uh, yeah so last year he's 67 percent passer 3800 yards 22 touchdowns 13 picks Um, serviceable 
The 68% is nice. He didn't drive the ball down the field much. 7.3 on the Av on that side of things. There's a lot of good young quarterbacks in the league. We were having that conversation yesterday in terms of the guys who are franchise guys or you think who can be franchise guys. You think about that, the position those guys are in, you think about the you like Wilson a lot, obviously, and everything around him. I don't know if you like Wilson. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I think you like all the skill around him. Yeah, um, I do like the skill sure. around him. Yeah, and the right, the right position there, you ought to be able to be pretty good. Yeah. The other thing that's completely unknown in this is Lance. He's completely unknown. I mean, I know we have Pedro talking, but who knows? Yeah, I mean, and Boots on the Ground says they're, uh, boy, a lot of excitement right now. A He's lot all of fired up right now about Trey Lance. Oh yeah, jeez, Wilson was just pretty dreadful. He wasn't good last year. Fifty-five percent, twenty-three hundred nine touchdowns, eleven picks. Remember, they were better. Their offense was lit yeah. it up for a while when then some like undrafted guy started playing quarterback yeah, for a I couple do. weeks. Yeah, it felt like it was like, oh my god, they blew this entire thing. I, I was just, I wanted to check on Lawrence just to see. He was dreadful. What Awful. his horrific? What his numbers were? Horrible. That first year out. Yeah. Um, 60% passer, 3,600 yards, 12 touchdowns, 17 picks uh, for Lawrence yeah, in year one. dreadful. Just rotten, awful. I just uh, He's going to be much better this year. Yeah. I, think sure he's, I still think he's the real deal. Fields year one, 59% passing, 1877 touchdowns, 10 picks, 420 on the ground. What they did to him here was criminal. What they did to him here was borderline criminal. Awful. What Matt Nagy did to him. So, and yep. he's got no help. Awful. I mean, that roster's brutal. It's an absolutely brutal roster. I, I thought about this around the draft time. Would they actually have been better off trading him at the draft? This year? And just starting over? Yes. They would have been. They're not trying to help him. No, they're not. because And they've given up all the first-round picks to get him, so they can't help him in the draft. They're, they're not attractive in free agency. There's nothing there. Speaking of them, did you see uh, over the weekend that the city of Chicago had talked about putting a dome on the Soldier Field I downtown? They're building a new stadium somewhere. Well, they want to keep it, the city wants to keep them in Chicago, okay, right downtown, um, and so they're talking about putting a dome on Soldier Field. Now they just renovated on the spaceship the last, on the yeah. spaceship. Was, I was living in in Illinois when they did this. I covered the crazy ba- in the I covered time. the Bears in Champaign. Did anybody in Chicago want a spaceship on it when they did it? No, everybody was ticked. Everybody hates that stadium. Yeah. I don't know. It's pretty wild. Chicago can be is all over the place architecturally. It's awesome, but it's all over the place. So I'm guessing that's what they were th- trying to do with it. But, like, I don't know. So, anyway, they talked about putting a dome on it, and the Bears are like, yeah, no, we're actually still going to go to the suburbs. We're still going to go to the suburbs. We're going to do it out there. We don't want to be downtown. It will cost you more to try to put a dome on a stadium than just build a new stadium, potentially. I think, honestly, if you're building a stadium in 2022 and it's it doesn't have a dome, then stop. Stop. Stop what you're doing. Retractable, you're fine. Retra- great. fine. In great weather, retractable, or even bad weather, retractable, fine. But it has to have the dome option. Yes. It's absurd to think that now you would build a stadium that doesn't. Yes. You're cutting yourself out of so many business opportunities. It can't be about something that and can be used. And beyond that, it's for your fans, too. Of course. Like you when, want to incentivize it, them to get there. Yes. When, we, when you talk about what we always talk about, like betting from your seat, how's that work when it's – 17 degrees and it's raining and snowing uh, sideways. I pushed, I actually pushed does the, the touch screen work like, uh, in the in the snow? Does the touch no. screen work? No, it doesn't. Absolutely not. Beer slushies. You can still serve up a beer slushy. 
Are the Bills doing that with their new stadium? Is it going to have a dome? If it doesn't, that is absurd. I was just Googling it here quickly to see if they were putting a dome on that thing. They should. They should. Um, Every stadium should be a dome. It looks like it's got an overhang, but it doesn't look like it has a dome to me. An overhang like what you would call. Oh, no, that's not enough. Yeah, it looks like, right? I mean, that's. Yeah, it looks, looks like, like it's, it's got open. Like an overhang to like to keep the snow and no. rain and all that off you, but keep it's the not... elements in. No way. Awful. If I had Josh Allen and I was going to build a new stadium and it didn't have a roof, I want perfect environment for him. Let me eliminate the variables because we have great talent and let's let our talent win. Could you imagine? Okay, how absurd is this notion? Where the wind could push the ball. Can you imagine if big-time NBA games were played outdoors? <laughs> no. Nonsense. Nonsense. But no. why is it any different? I don't know. Well, I think because there was it, 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 you weren't capable. It was too hard to build. It was too expensive. It didn't make sense to build it. So you just built these. you got to remember, like there's, there's an era in our history from the 60s through the 90s where you built one stadium for a whole city. That's right. And we all used it. Cookie well, cutter. then all of a sudden it was like, oh. like well, And I, I feel like I want to give Camden Yards credit for this. In Baltimore? It was a ballpark. It was a ballpark. They built a ballpark. Coors Field, maybe? They I'm were on the same sure, time, I was, I'd feel I'm like. I'm pretty sure Camden was the – it yeah. could have been Coors. Makes sense. No, no, no. It's, in my yeah, head, that, it's Camden. Yeah. And they, they built it, and it was like, this is a ballpark. And we're going to have a, 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 a smaller attendance, and it's going to be have all of the character, char- character that you want in a baseball field. And that is – that to me, then everybody went specific at yeah. that point. Build football stadiums will build – uh, we build baseball stadiums. And so you still have the idea, though, that ne- that there's been stadiums built in the last 25 years that aren't that way, multi-purpose, used for many things, control the environment. It's crazy to me. The that fact that, that Minnesota built what it built and everybody around the league who went there because they've had, it was like, like, okay, this is what we have to have in our city, yeah. I don't understand that. It's crazy. Yeah, it's perfect. That place perfect. is absolutely perfect. So it's much perfect. more to come. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. So what's the deal here? Are we steering clear of rain today? Supposed to. Now it looks like tomorrow. Yeah, baby. No rain. Disappointing for tomorrow. Gibby, yeah, you can't have rain tomorrow. Not really. It's a champion's dinner. Champion's prerogative. Oh, God. Like a young Bootsy. Champion's prerogative. Ooh, yeah. What, what am I looking at here? We're looking. Uh, Oh, hum- on our is side of town, there's a little outside? bit. Yeah, there's a little bit on our side. There's a little bit of, uh, yeah. of. It's actually an amazing night, like 79, 76. Like actually, July's been more moderate than June. It's been lovely. The other night, it was down like fifty nine degrees, yeah. sixty degrees on that Saturday night into Sunday. Yeah, I opened the windows on. That it's was, cold. That was really nice. Yeah. All right. So tomorrow's where we're, where you're going to get your rain. Great. Thanks. Yeah. There's a. Everyone lawn, everyone's lawn looks like crap in my neighborhood. Burn like out. All of them just burn out, like they just splotched, and there's nothing you can do. There's no yeah. water, you know, so forth. There's nobody. And you know it's going to be fine by the time you get to September, but for right now it sucks. By the way, I'm not complaining about sun and dry no, at all. I'm fine with it. No I, complaints. I'm fine with it. I've got one neighbor, a 
Augusta National. I don't know how he's doing it. He's out there. He's probably, it's yeah, Augusta it's National. Yeah, it's I don't know how he's doing it. I don't know who's What's making that it water happen. Bill look like? But it, look, it's well like you run out of water. You can't water all the time like you run out. So like, what is? What's what kind of? What's the secret sauce down there? But you can ask know. him. Send Bootsy yeah, out there. Man. Have Bootsy drive up in his little mini Tesla. His little Tesla go yeah. down there. Get some things yeah. sorted hey, out. What's going on with your lawn, buddy? <laughs> that might be the play. That is the we'll play. maybe do that. The next level coming up next. We're back tomorrow. Thanks for listening, buddy. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and ESPN 850 WKNR.